You are listening to Policy Currents, a weekly podcast from the Rand Corporation. I'm Evan Banks. And I'm Deanna Lee. Every Friday, we bring you new insights from Rand's latest research and commentary. It's November 10th. Tomorrow is Veterans Day, a time to honor the millions of Americans who have served the country. From education opportunities to civilian career transitions to housing challenges, RAND researchers have long studied the key issues facing America's veterans. Our body of work in this area really is massive, so if you want to explore all we have to offer, then RAND.org veterans is a good place to start. But in today's episode, we'll highlight recent RAND publications that focus on two interesting topics the therapeutic use of psychedelics in veteran mental health treatment, and how to tackle food insecurity among veterans. Psychedelics like MDMA are emerging as a potentially effective treatment for mental health conditions, including PTSD and depression. Many veterans are calling for greater access to psychedelic-assisted therapy. But currently, the U.S. Department of Veterans Affairs has provided no official guidance to help its doctors even talk to their patients about these treatment options. In a recent paper, RAND researchers examined the evolving legal and policy landscape surrounding the use and supply of psychedelics. To start, here's a quick history of how we got to where we are with these drugs. Psychedelics were once considered the next frontier in psychiatric medicine. Clinical experiments showed they could be effective in treating everything from combat stress to depression to alcohol use disorder. But the close association of psychedelics with the, quote, turn on, tune in, drop out counterculture doomed them. The federal government essentially outlawed psychedelics in the early 70s. It made exceptions for research, but funding was slim to none. In recent years, psychedelics have started to get a second look. For example, researchers are now investigating MDMA for the treatment of PTSD and mood disorders. And psilocybin, the active compound in magic mushrooms, may help cancer patients by easing their anxiety. There are still a lot of questions about how psychedelics produce these effects, but for veterans groups that have been fighting for years for more effective treatments, especially for PTSD, it's the outcomes that matter most. With so much enthusiasm for these potential treatments, RAND researchers say the VA cannot afford to take a wait-and-see approach. The VA should be clear about the rules for veterans who use psychedelics in states where they're approved for supervised use, like Oregon and Colorado. It should also consider what training its providers will need to better understand psychedelics and how they interact with conventional treatment. Federal agencies, including the VA, should also continue to invest in psychedelic research. If evidence accumulates that psychedelics can help treat disorders like PTSD and the U.S. Food and Drug Administration approves, then the VA might need to start thinking about how to incorporate psychedelics into its own treatment protocols. If this happens, psychedelics could become part of a menu of treatment options for mental health conditions, especially for those who have tried more conventional treatments and are still struggling. What do we know about food insecurity among veterans? 
A recently published RAND study shed some light on this issue. Around 1.4 million U.S. military veterans struggle to get the food they need to live an active, healthy life. Yet, more than one-third of them are not covered by the government's main food assistance program, the study found. In fact, food-insecure veterans are much less likely than non-veterans to get help from the Supplemental Nutrition Assistance Program, or SNAP. The program, formerly known as the Food Stamp Program, provides monthly funds so that low-income families, older people, and people with disabilities can afford food. Importantly, our researchers found that some of the most vulnerable veterans are falling through the cracks. The oldest veterans, those 70 or older, were 10 percentage points less likely than similar non-veterans to get SNAP benefits. Veterans who can't work because of a physical or mental illness were also much less likely to have access to SNAP. What might explain this? Well, veterans who are not in the SNAP program receive disability payments and other benefits from the U.S. Department of Veterans Affairs at higher rates than those who were in the program. Those benefits count as income, so they may push some veterans just over the eligibility line for SNAP. These findings point to a critical need to reduce barriers to SNAP assistance. Federal policymakers should reconsider income eligibility rules, especially for older veterans and veterans with disabilities. States should consider policies that encourage more low-income veteran households to sign up. Importantly, some veterans might not even know that they qualify for SNAP. Others might stay away because of the stigma of receiving government assistance. Because of that, healthcare providers in and out of the VA should also screen all patients for signs of food insecurity. For more information on what we discussed in today's episode, check out the show notes at rand.org podcast. You can also follow Rand on social media for more veterans-focused content this holiday weekend. Happy Veterans Day, everyone. We'll see you next week.